Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. It is a fired up crowd here at Lures Field as the Bishop Lures Knights host the Eastside Blazers. For Eastside, they've had one real challenge this year, that coming from Adams Central way back early in the season, and Eastside survived that game 21-19 over the Adams Central Flying Jets. We know just how good Adams Central has turned out to be, but that's a clash of 2A versus 1A. For Bishop Lures, most of the season spent playing 4A-5 a 6A schools, does that toughen them up? Does that prepare them better for this game than Eastside? Yeah, because they're gonna, they've are gonna they gone into those games where they may not have been on paper as uh, big as their opponent that they're lined up uh, across from them. So, yeah, I believe it does uh, because they're going to be in four-quarter games a lot of times. It is Bishop Lures that's going to get the opening kickoff. They're not going to line up very deep expecting a short kick from Eastside's kicker, Vinyam Biddle. Biddle's going to tee it up at his own 40, and we're going to get this one underway. Lures will receive this right to left as Eastside will kick off left to right, so the Blazers will be going from the north to the south, and the Knights will get the first offensive possession going from the south directly to the north. But wind not a factor tonight. It's a still night, 46 degrees and clear. And it's an onside kick to start the game. Lures had to go off the knees right at the 48-yard line, but it stayed right there at the feet of the up man. And he'll jump on it. And uh, the onside kick not successful. And Bishop Lures with great field position starting at their own 48-yard line. Yeah, Jalen White was the young man that made the play there on the surprise onside. Eastside trying to steal a possession right off the bat. That tells you how much respect they have for the Lures offense because they were trying to uh, catch them off guard with the kickoff coverage team. Carson Clark is the senior quarterback, the left-hander, 6'1", 183, completing 69% of his throws this year, 2,745 2, yards through the air with 37 touchdown passes, just seven picks. Ball starts on the left hash at their own 48-yard line, and Clark to throw. Quick out over to Antoine Lake. He makes the catch at the east side, 46, curls to the sideline, knocked out of bounds near the 43. That's going to be real close to a 10-yard gain. Let's see if they give him the first down. Note they say it's a 9-yard pickup. They call him down at the 44-yard line. Second down, long yard to go for Bishop Lures. Two split to the right, two split to the left. Man in motion across the formation, left to right. to give up the middle. Big hole, Sir Hale. He's inside the 40, the 35, and still driving down to the 31-yard line. 12 yards for Sir Hale. Give him 13 to the 31, and it's a first down for the Bishop Lures Knights. They're going to go a little tempo here. Eastside come out and playing man-to-man. Our man free, trying to load the box to stop the run. Ball over toward the right hash. They'll sit, put four wide. Drop back Clark. Pump fake and go. He'll throw deep to the pylon, and it's incomplete. Got it too far out in front of his intended receiver. Looked like he was trying to get it out there to Brody Glenn. Glenn, one of his favorite targets, the 6'177 pound senior receiver with 57 catches on the year to lead the Knights offense. Over 1,000 yards receiving and 20 touchdowns. They were looking for number 21. 
Corbett the pass off target. It's now second and 10 from Eastside's 31-yard line. Lures will go to the shotgun, and they will give it on the sweep to the left. Here comes Sir Hale. Can't turn the edge. Nice job on the tackle. Coming up, taking the feet out, Dylan Bredemeyer. Hale on the carry. Good job that time, stretching the play, and then Bredemeyer in open field went low on Hale and took his legs out. It's a gain of only one, third down and nine. Third down and nine here, and also what they're third doing, they're slanting their front a lot, so they're getting a lot of movement up front and playing soft on the outside. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, single back, Sir Hale. Carson Clark lines up five yards deep. There's the snap, drop back in the pocket, Clark to the throw. Now he runs up and throws on the run. He throws it, in, and it's complete. Caught by McInturf near the 21-yard line. They'll give him the 20. That's 11 yards and a first down. Just what the Knights needed to move the chains and keep this drive alive. A third down conversion. Good protection on the pressure and a good job by Carson by stepping up into the pocket, going about his third read and delivering a strike. From the left hash, Clark gives to Hale, following the right side of the line. Hale bounces off one, can't get past the second, and it's about a three-yard gain. Down to the 18-yard line. It's going to be second down and seven for the Fish Flewers Knights opening drive of the football game. We tick down to 10 minutes left here in our opening quarter. We're scoreless, but the Knights, after recovering an onside kick to start this game and getting a short field already in the red zone. From the 17-yard line, second down and 10. Clark in the gun, brings a man in motion for the right slot into the backfield, and then the gift to Hale. He's going to bounce it to the right. He's being chased, pursued, and tackled by Dakosha Reed. He came up huge in that game against Central Noble, making so many big plays, and he just took Hale down in the open field, and it might have even been a loss of one. Another long third down facing Bishop Lures after that solid defensive play by Eastside. Yeah, they did a great job, and this is what they want. Third and long, forcing Lures to throw the football and defend. From the right hash, Clark parks out a couple signals and then looks over to the sideline to get a play call. Now he's back in the gun. Sir Hale in the backfield. Drop back Clark. The left-hander looks from the pocket. He's going to throw to the end zone going for Lake and it's over his head incomplete. Good coverage by the Blazers and that was one of the questions coming into tonight. How could the corners handle the wideouts of Bishop Lures? And that time Breedemeyer once again step for step with Antoine Lake and it's going to bring up a fourth down and eight. And Roel Pineda is going to try a long field goal try. This one will be from about uh, 37 yards. It'll be over by the right hash. Right-footed kicker. 37-yard field goal to get Lures on the board first. Snap, good. The set, the kick on its way. Got the distance and good. Ruel Pineda from 37 yards, and the Bishop Lures Knights take a 3 to nothing lead over the Eastside Blazers. Nine minutes remain in our opening quarter. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. Download and get started with a risk-free bet of up to $1,001 and earn reward credits for sports tickets, dining, getaways, and more with every bet, win or lose. Your app is ready, Emperor. T&C Apply must be 21+. plus. 
The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Mr. Bluers leads it three to nothing. Three minutes into the game, and now the Knights to kick off. And Eastside will see the football for the first time. Pineda to kick off, and you've got Muncie and Tanner Wicker back deep. The kick near the side. It's taken from the one. Up the numbers, across the 10, the 20, and taken down just shy of the 25-yard line. I think they'll give him the 25, the return. Looked like Johnny Eck may have been the guy with the football. And so here comes Eastside's offense, of course, led by quarterback Laban Davis. He was a handful for Bishop Lures last year in this game. Now a senior, 6'1", 205 pounds, completes 67% of his passes, which I think is perhaps where he's underrated. People don't appreciate how effective he could be as a passer because he's rushed for 1,762 yards. And it's a keeper, Davis, picks a hole on the right side, and he drags a tackler out to about the 35-yard line. That is where Davis is so tough. He gets wrapped up after about four yards and still turns it into a nine-yard gain, second and one. Yeah, well, you just think Jeffrey Becker, if you want a comparison, because they're about the same size. They're big and strong, and they do have some speed. From the right hash, it is second down and short. Holman, the lone back, he'll get the handoff. This is Dax Holman, a six-foot, 210-pound junior who carries it for a first down across the 35 out to the 37, picks up about three yards. And for Holman, it's almost like he's the thunder and Laban Davis is the lightning. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, replays with them, so they're reading in the man line of scrimmage. They do some RPOs with it as well, and they're a good complement to one another. Davis will line up. In the gun, single back is Holman over his right shoulder. They've got a wide out each side, a wing to the right side of the formation. And Davis, again, is going to run it. He's going to bounce it wide to the left. He's out to about the 38, maybe the 39 after about a three-yard pickup. Give him two, just shy of the 40-yard line, where it's going to be a second down and eight. That's tough running for Davis to try to get wide on this speedy Bishop Lewers defense. Yeah, he needs to get a vertical vertical as soon as possible, but Lewers that time, their front four did a great job, got penetration, and it forced him to bounce it outside into Lewers' speed. Seven minutes remaining in our first quarter. A 3-0 Lures lead. Eastside with the ball for the first time. Second down and eight. And they'll give it to Holman up the middle. He's wrapped up as he goes through the hole. He tries to just keep pounding. He'll only get two, maybe three. Well, they'll give him forward progress all the way to the 44-yard line. So, nice job by, by Dax Holman. 
Got a little bit straight up on that play, but he still pushed the pile to pick up about four yards. Third down and four now from their own 44-yard line for the Blazers. He's a big, strong kid, too. He's 210 pounds, so... Got to think Davis is going to keep this one. And he does. Follows right side of the line. He's going to have the first down. He crosses midfield. Gets into Lewer's territory at the 48. For the second time, Davis gets hit and picks up about four yards after contact. So strong the way he runs. And the first hit just does not slow him down. Nice game for Davis. First down, Eastside. No question about it. And Eastside is in no big hurry tonight. They want to be a ball control, keep Carson Clark on the sideline, and just turn out yards like they're doing right now. First and 10 at the Lures 48 for Eastside. They trail it 3 to nothing. after Lures got a field goal from Roel Pineda on the first possession. Handoff this time. Holman, he'll carry the pile inside the 45 to about the 43-yard line. That's a nice gain, five yards for Dax Holman. And, you know, they'll take that. If they can combine uh, between Holman and Davis to move the chains, keep it on the ground, Around, get four or five yards at a at a time, they'll take it. No question. And, and quite honestly, it's like running a triple option scheme because it's all reading by Davis on, on uh, Lures' defensive ends. Second down, long five from the Bishop Lures 44-yard line. High snap, Davis handles, and then Davis fakes the handoff with the keeper. Here comes the pressure, and they'll take Davis down for no gain. Two or three Very short game. Knights, including Quentin Roach, got into the backfield and blew that play up. It's now third down and a long five facing the Eastside Blazers. Well, they want to get them in these type of situations because while Davis does have quite a lot of yards passing, the, re the reality of it is they're more of a run team, and that's where their comfort zone is. Ball center between the hash marks at the Bishop Lures, 43 and a half yard line. It's third down. Davis free. He's at the 35, the 30 to the far sideline, 25. Finally, he goes down as he gets inside the 20. What a long run, Laban Davis. He's patiently picking out the hole and then just shoots through it. Big gain for Eastside, a third down conversion, and the Blazers in the red zone at the Bishop Lewers 15-yard line. Yeah, like I said, they're, they're, they want to run the ball. Laban Davis is a, is a dangerous player when the ball's in his hand, and they just showed it there because Lewers was expecting a pass, and they just went with the run and a huge, huge gain there. We'll say it's just inside the 15, almost the 14-yard line. First and 10 east side, trailing at three to nothing, but threatening. Here's the give up the middle. Holman, he's got a hole. The 10, touchdown. the 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Blazers. Dax Holman takes Holman. it in from 14 yards, and the east side Blazers have jumped in front 6-3 to three over the Bishop Lewers Knights. Touchdown number 14 on the ground this year for Dax Holman. His 18th touchdown overall. And now Eastside on to try the extra point. Binyam Biddle, who's 38 of 42 on his PATs this year, will try to make it a 7-3 game. The snap, the set, and the kick looks good from this angle. And it is an Eastside. A long drive to top 
Bishop Lures, and Eastside leads it 7-3 over the Knights here at Lures Field. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 347 remain in our opening quarter, and Eastside has taken a 7-3 lead. Here they'll fake a kick one direction, try the onside kick the other direction. They may have gotten it. Lures muffed it at their own 43, and Eastside's recovered the football. A trick onside kick, Shannon, and I'm not so sure that the first kicker who came up and pretended like he was kicking it to the right, he faked it. The next guy kicked it to the left, but I'm not so sure the first kicker who faked didn't get across the line. Could have been offside. Yeah, I, I was kind of caught off guard, like, you know, thinking they were going to kick it deep, and basically like, like Lures, he just, you know, kind of went to sleep on it, and this is how you steal possession, and I think it's, it's very... Uh, Got to be a little demoralizing <laughs> yeah, for Bishop Lewis yeah. not to get the ball back at falling behind. And now yeah. Eastside a chance to go up two scores. They've got the football. Great field position at the Bishop Lewis 43. 7-3. Blazers already leading it. And the give to Dax Holman. He's met at the line of scrimmage. Not much there for Holman that time as he was stood up by that defensive front, including Mickey Derrick. And it's going to be... a. About a half-yard gain, we'll call it second and nine. Yeah, Lewis defense here just got to stay in their stay in their lanes. Don't panic. Weather the storm here. Just inside the Bishop Lewis 43-yard line. Eastside just scored the touchdown to take the 7-3 lead. Recovers the onside kick. And now second and nine. From the left hash, Davis, shotgun snap, keeper for Davis. Through the hole, inside the 40, inside the 35, and Davis just keeps bouncing off defenders to the Bishop Lures 33-yard line, a 10-yard gain, and a first down for Eastside. Yeah. Got to give credit up front to some of those Blazers and that offensive line because you've got a lot of experience up front. Gunnar Shaza, he's a 6'1", 220-pound junior left tackle. Joey Eck, the left guard, 6'2", 200, just a sophomore. Matt Jacobs, the senior center who's played all four years for Eastside, 5'10", 215. Dane Siebert, the right guard. Isaiah Fuentes, the right tackle. Oh, they're going to pass for the first time. Play action, throw to the near sideline at the 29-yard line it is caught a gain of about four yards as uh, Tanner Wicker makes the catch over here on the near sideline it's second down and six Davis looked deep but then he brought it to kind of his outlet hanging by the sideline and that was Tanner Wicker four yard play second down and six good decision with the football they were trying to get it down the field to Wallace wasn't there, found his outlet, made a good throw. Now they got second and five, six. 
The ball is at the Bishop Lewis 29-yard line on the right hash. And before the snap, we've got a flag. Eastside pointing at Lewis saying they jumped the neutral zone. And now the officials will discuss it before telling us it is a false start against Eastside. Well, the Blazers tried their best to pass the buck over to Lures. It didn't sell, and now it's a five-yard march off. It'll be a second down 11 now after they march this five yards off against the Blazers. Yeah, they are, they're all pointing the other side, you know. No, yeah. he did it. But uh, I didn't see what uh, the procedure was on there, so it had to be somebody up front in their offensive line. Last minute 45 of our first quarter, a 7-3 Eastside lead over Bishop Lures. It's a battle of number four versus number two in the Class 2A poll. Second down 11 from the Knights, 34. They'll fake the handoff. Davis will keep it, brings it to the right. There's a flag late right at the line of scrimmage thrown by the referee behind the play and it's going to be a hold called against Eastside as Davis got knocked out of bounds after about an eight yard gain but I think they'll march ten more off against the Blazers yeah I think they got Kyler uh, Bibby kind of wrapped his arms around the defensive lineman there and when you do that you're going to get the flag 10-yard penalty, that's a big one. Yeah. That's 15 yards in penalties now after it was second down and six. The 10-yard march off will now make it second down and we'll say 22. Yeah, these 15 yards in penalties just about takes them back to where they got the ball and not what you want to have happen when you do an onside kick. It's go backwards. From the right hash, two receivers to the left, one a wing to the right. Holman leaves the backfield going in motion, and before the snap, we've got flags and another false start being called against Eastside, and you wonder, you know, in big stadiums where the noise can be overwhelming, you wonder if uh, Eastside is being a bit overwhelmed here with a noisy Bishop Lewis crowd. They have moved the ball all the way back to midfield. Yeah, and like I said, you don't want to do go backwards when you steal a possession because, you know, your opportunity, like you said earlier, to get a score now becomes a little bit less likely. Now it's, what, second and 27. Yeah, the ball at the 50, and it's got to get to the 23 for a first down. Eastside lead 7-3, last minute and a half of our first quarter. Drop back, Davis looking to throw, has time. Now he's going to scramble. you got a spy hanging out near midfield, and Davis wrapped up and taken down after about a five-yard gain. Evan Linker, the middle linebacker, played a spy. Even with uh, Davis dropping back to throw, Linker never left his middle linebacker position. And when Davis took off, Linker came up. Didn't make the tackle, but he at least slowed him down and allowed teammates to take Davis down after only a five-yard gain on this quarterback scramble. Now it's third down and a mile. Well, their, their secondary is getting really deep, and they're really soft, so they're going to have to throw it underneath. It's third down. 
down 22 from the 45. Davis drops, throws, right. quick slant. Ball's caught, but immediately hit at the 37, gaining only eight yards. That again is Tanner Wicker on the catch. And now it is fourth down. They'll put it at the 37-yard line, so we'll call it a fourth down and 14 to go. And I'll tell you, as much as Eastside's been gambling with the onside kicks in this one, I wouldn't be surprised they're going to go for it here. Well, they're going to let the quarter run out, I believe, and try to make a decision. Time runs down to zeros at the end of our first quarter. The Eastside Blazers leading it over the Bishop Lures Knights. Possession time. Nine minutes to Eastside, only three to Bishop Lures. And that's been the key so far in the game. With a 7-3 Blazers lead over Bishop Lures, end of one, we'll come back. High school football at 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. When was the last time your home's furnace and air conditioning systems were inspected or tuned up? If it's been over a year or you simply don't remember, you need to get on the phone to Jen at Premier Mechanical, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer at 450 Premier Mechanical owner Scott's reputation for personal attention and exceptional service means they will take care of you and your heating and cooling needs as if your home was their home with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Call Premier Mechanical, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer, 450-3343. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program tailored around your athletic schedule for athletes who want to be the best. In season or out of season, the EDGE program is designed around you. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and beyond, the EDGE is the athletic development program to get you there. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one -on -one consultation and become more with the EDGE. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Back for second quarter action here at Lewisfield. I am Brett Rump along with the coach, Adam Griffith. Eastside facing fourth and 14. Decides quarter, to go ahead and punt it. And the punt not quite downed inside the... Uh, the five. It was close, but it went into the end zone for a touchback. So Bishop Lewis does get possession here, trailing seven to three to the East Side Blazers. Good job by the Bishop Lewis defense there after they got that surprise onside kick. Did a good job and let the penalties hurt East Side there. It's been over nine minutes since the offense has seen the field. Clark drops, looks to throw, does quickly over the right flag. Caught by Antoine Lake, five yards downfield. Takes it to the sideline for first down yardage before being wrestled to the turf after about a 13 or 14-yard gain out to the 34-yard line. Yeah, they're playing man-to-man, -man, but they are a soft man-to-man, -man, so they're going to give up those throws and uh, not let uh, Bishop Lewis get behind them. Knights trail at 7-3 here on their home field. Clark from the left hash. Looks at one receiver to the right, two to the left. Gives to Sir Hale up the middle. Hale tries to dance his way through the hole, and not much there for Sir Hale. A 5'7", 155-pound senior running back has carried the ball 159 times coming into the game. A 1,000-yard rusher on the season with 1,049, averaging 6.6 .6 per carry. That time he only got a yard. It's second down and nine from the 35. Eastside's front four did a good job and got penetration there. 
Clark drops back in the pocket, looking to throw. Deep drop, a lot of time, throws deep over the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Picked oh. off and then a fumble on the return, but it looks like Eastside jumped on it at the 22-yard line. And again for Eastside, that is Johnny Eck, the safety, who got back and basically became the intended receiver. He was almost running a post route as he saw the ball in flight. He turned his back toward the line of scrimmage, went back and made an over-the-shoulder catch, but it's an interception that turns the ball over. Eastside with the ball at their own 22-yard line, first and 10. Ill-advised throw there by Clark. He's looking for Jaden Hill deep down the field. Davis will give to Dax Pullman, who stood up at the 25 after picking up about three yards, second down and seven. And, you know, the one thing you see when you when you watch Dax Holman run is he has a tendency to to get upright and get, get too tall through the point of contact. He's a junior. I'm sure that's something he'll be better at next year as a senior. Pad level is your friend standing up like you said is not second down and seven from their own 25 yard line shotgun snap for davis davis will keep it looks for a hole on the right side and not much there that time davis for a couple out to about the 30s you can see davis kind of bouncing between holes trying to see if there was any space and Lures had everything covered up. Yeah, they did a good job. It's a quarter, the quarterback counter there, trying to get a little misdirection. But they did a good job of, of getting upfield and stringing it out, setting up here third and six. 9.32, and the clock runs here in the second quarter. A 7-3 east side lead. Blazers the football facing third down and five from their own 27. Ball over on the right hash. Davis will keep it left side of the line. He has first down yardage. He'll take it out to the 35. Davis gets it to the 35. About an eight-yard gain for Davis, and the first six of it, he pretty much went untouched as Eastside really blowing open some holes at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and that's the second time on a third and, third and medium they have elected to run the ball, so Lures is going to have to look at what they're doing on those yardage because right now they've been playing pass and they're taking advantage of it. First and 10, another third down conversion for the Eastside Blazers. They've got it at their own 35-yard line. Davis, the senior quarterback, puts two receivers to the left, a wing to the right, and as a man goes in motion, Bibby crosses the formation, a flag flies, whistles blow, and we're going to have, I believe, a procedure called against Eastside and march the Blazers back five yards. Starting to lose count of penalties. Is that four now on east side in this game? Yeah, I believe it. That's that's their fourth one for 25 yards, and it's starting to hurt them because it's taking their momentum away. 8:46 on the clock, quarter number two, east side seven, Bishop Lewis three. It's now first and 15, back at the 30. Davis, again, follows the left side of the line. Met as he goes through the hole, but he'll drag a tackler for five yards. You can't go high on him. He is so strong, he goes right through arm tackles. 
And that time, uh, the linebacker, I think it was Devon Doty, yeah. tried to tried to collar him up near the shoulder pads, and Davis just kept moving for a five-yard gain, second down and ten. Yeah, and then he really made, if he had made a cut more to the outside there, he would have cut a lot more yardage because that's kind of where the hole opened and developed. But, yeah, you cannot tackle this young man high. Wing to the right, he'll shift to the left with two receivers already lined up wide left. Now Holman in motion. Holman swings out of the backfield. Davis looks to throw. Now he has to scramble to the right sideline. He cuts back in toward the numbers at the 35 and takes it across the 40 to about the 41. Looked like nothing was there. Lures had him pinned up. Davis turns it in to about a seven-yard game. I was thinking the exact same thing. You thought that at that time they played the defense well. They kept the receivers in front of him, and he got outside, and all of a sudden a play that looks like it's negative turns into a positive it's going to be a third down and three for east side they've already converted one third down on this drive east side totally controlling time of possession bishop lures offense frustrated just not having a chance to get off many snaps after the turnover by carson clark on the last drive for the knights here's davis a keeper behind the left side of the line that time lures guessed and they guessed right and they met davis right at the hole for no gain big time collision right at the line of scrimmage trying to get the number shannon that was a, a because that time they they uh geo Jimenez was the safety who came up and plugged that hole and that was a big hit for no gain it's fourth down and two and they got a lot of helmets to the football there and that's what you got to do now here's an interesting down for him you got fourth and two i'm guessing he he's going to go for it because way at his own 43 now remember on fourth and 14 on lure's side of the field he did punt to play the field position game and Laban Davis is the punter. So he could take a snap, take a step back, and then kick it. Here's the snap. They'll go for it. And it's a gift to Holman. He crosses the 45 to the 46. He needed two. He got three. And barely. That read option, Davis made the right call because he was wrapped up in the backfield just as he handed it to Holman, who gets three yards first down east side. They convert on fourth and two. Yep. And I, and I kind of had the feeling they, you know, it's all based upon that rhythm feeling you have as a coach that right there he felt that they could get that yardage, and they did. 5.45 left in our second quarter. East side a 7-3 lead with the ball first and 10 at their own 46. And Davis keeps it, heads to the right side of the line and gets stood up before he even gets back to the line of scrimmage. Forward progress may give him... Nope, it is a loss. They give him about a half-yard loss. We'll call it the 45, second down 11. Again, it's kind of hard to tell who was all in on the tackle, but they had numerous helmets at the football, and that's what you got to do. You've got to figure a way to gain tackle this Davis because he's in a one-on-one -on -one situation you're going to lose. Two receivers wide to the left. Man in motion across the formation. Gavin Wallace, the tight end, and here's a throw to the left. It is caught. That's Carson Jacobs with the catch out near midfield. He's popped at the Bishop Lewers 47. 
seven-yard gain. It's going to bring up a third down and three for the east side Blazers. That was a huge, huge get there because of setting up this third and short situation. And again, you got to feel that they're going to, if they have to take two to get the first down, they're going to do it. From the left hash, third down three. Davis, read option, gives to Holman. Holman will push the pile that time for first down yardage all the way to the Knights 42-yard line. Got to be impressed with how hard Holman runs. And yes, Shannon, he does stand up sometimes when he gets through the through the initial hole. He gets upright, but boy, that time he stayed low and really drove the pile about five yards downfield. It's another first down for Eastside. Yeah, this is coming up on play 11 of this drive, and Eastside already has gone over the 100-yard mark. 121 yards is rushing thus far on 20 attempts. So they feel that they can run the football against this. Team and that's been their bread and butter. I'd have to call a timeout here. Play clock down to two. And yes, they were late in getting the play in and then late in breaking the huddle. And by the time the receivers got all the way out to their position, the play clock was down to the last two seconds. And so Todd Mason will take a timeout with 3.50 remaining here in the first half. Eastside Blazers couldn't have written a better script here in this first half. Possess the football, limit the number of offensive plays for Bishop Lures. And so far, this game's been dominated, really, by the Eastside Blazers. Yeah, and you're right. They, you, you could not have read, written a better script for Eastside, and I thought that's what they were going to come out and try to do is, is control the clock, run the football, get in the huddle, don't be in a big hurry, use as, all, use as much as the clock as you can, and, you know, Keith Clark and their offensive weapons over here on the sideline, and that's what they've done thus far. Last year, it was a 56-49 to final. Here we are with 3.50 left in the first half, 7-3. <laughs> Different type of game. First and 10 for east side. They're at the Bishop Lures, 42. Interesting, they split three guys from the backfield. Now into a spread formation. Drop back Davis, throwing post route deep over the middle, looking for Bibby, overshot him. Incomplete down inside the 10. Tried to look like they were getting in a power formation at the line of scrimmage, and then they all broke two positions, all spread, two wide to the right, one to the left, and then tried to run the tight end on a seam route right down the middle of the field. That didn't work, not second down and 10. Yeah, I like the play call because you take that shot on first down, trying to break up some tendencies there. And like you said, they went shift, got into a basically five-wide scenario, tried their vertical game, but Lewis did a good job of covering. From the Knights' 42-yard line, it is second down and 10. Davis will keep it up the middle. Finds a hole, Davis, inside the 35-30. 25-20, he's dragging tacklers to the 18-yard line. Levin Davis, 24 yards, and it's a first down for Eastside. Yeah, again, just a basic run play where they just kind of let him find the hole. He found it, Now he made that right cut where we talked about earlier to the outside and picked up a big 24-yard play. Bishop Lewis defense needs to check if they got a ticket to ride that train because <laughs> a number of them dragged along with Laban Davis 
who picks up 24 yards, first and 10 in the red zone. Eastside already leading 7-3. Dax Holman with the carry up the middle inside the 15 to the 14. Four yards for the running back, six feet tall, 210. Rushed for over 700 yards this year, averaging about seven yards a carry. That time you picked up four, second down and six. Yeah, and Lures is trying to sub as many people as possible. You know, you got guys out there with their hands on their hip, and, you know, this is play number 14. Well, we have played almost 22 minutes of football, and Lures has had the ball less than four of it. Here's a uh, run by Davis, tried to follow the right side of the line, gets down close to the 10 after picking up four yards. It's going to be third down and short. We'll call it third and two for the Blazers, and they're going to let the time continue to wind down. Close to two minutes left here in the first half, Shannon. 7-3. A two-score lead would be huge because remember who gets the second-half kickoff. Yep. They deferred, so they'll take the second-half kickoff. So they could keep this ball down to the final minute and then get the kick to start the second half. Davis from the gun. High snap, runs behind the right side of the line. He gets inside the 10, close to the first down and the 7, and they're going to give him the first down. And now, without Lures calling timeouts, which... Not sure if you do here, but I would think they're going to start using their timeouts. Eastside can run the clock almost down to the yeah. end of the half. Yeah, you got to you got to think you want to try to conserve a little bit of time to get to get a chance. First and goal from the seven for the Blazers. Davis gives to Holman up the middle, pounding down close to the goal line. He's Holman short by a yard. And six yards right up the middle, and he's a yard away from giving Eastside a two-score lead. Timeout lures minute 29 remaining here in the first half. What an impressive drive this 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 drive has been. I mean, we're at play 17 right now. They took over at the 22. After a turnover by Carson Clark. Yeah, and that was the thing. That was an ill-advised throw, not a good decision. And if they can get points off a turnover, that's huge. So a timeout on the field. You've got the Bishop Lures Knights talking to their defensive coaches over here on the near side at about the 15 across the way the east side blazers trying to figure out how you get the final yard of this drive that's gone 77 yards so far the 78th yard would put him in the end zone it is second and goal from the one minute 29 a 7-3 east side lead Eastside, perfect, 11-0 on the season. Bishop Lewers, 10-1. Here we go. Lined up just inside the right hash. Davis will keep it, bouncing it to the right. Taken down low. What a beautiful tackle over on that edge, but he still got in for the touchdown. Still got across the goal line and broke the plane. Boy, the Knights couldn't have done anything better. They came up, took the ankles out, and Davis still fell forward, breaking the plane for the touchdown. Yeah, that was I don't know who was who made that tackle, but that was a great tackle, and uh, I'm not sure he got in. I, if, I think it was short. If it, uh, if it was anywhere besides the one-yard line, yeah. that would have been just a perfect form play for maybe a yard or two gain, but instead it turns 
into a touchdown. And now the extra point popped up in the air and comes down through. Counted for Binyam Biddle. He's now 40 for 44 on the year on the extra points. And Eastside has taken a 14-3 lead over Bishop Lures. A minute 20 remains in the half. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free no pressure estimate and win big with alliance exteriors 1380 the fan and 100.9 fm let's send it back to the field the fort wayne high school football game of the week brought to you by alliance exteriors bishop lures three but it's not a fraud Shannon, because yep. Eastside has thoroughly outplayed Bishop Lewers here in the first half. Yeah, they have. They're they're they have 20 uh, 27 rushes, 168 yards on the ground. And so, just, just did a 17 play drive. So Eastside now will kick off. They have possessed the football in this first half. Almost 20 minutes to Bishop Lewers, just over three. Yeah. So here's Eastside with the kick. With a minute 20 remaining in the half. And they will kick it this time. High bouncing at the 25. Picked up at the 20. Here's Sir Hale. He's going to bounce to the left. He's got open real estate. 35, 40, 45, 50, 40, 35, 30. And finally taken down by Eastside after a return to the Blazers 29. And now you know why they went with onside kicks the first two kickoffs. Because Sir Hale just burned them for a 51-yard return, and now Lures at the east side, 29 with a minute 10 to play. They have to get points on this drive, and that just electrified not only the crowd, but the Bishop Lures sideline. The ball will be on the left hash, first at 10 for the Knights. Hill and Lake line up wide to the left. McInturf and Glenn wide to the right. Clark, the drop back. Little screen to the wide receiver. Taken by Lake. Avoids one. Can't avoid the second man at the 25-yard line. That's a gain of about four. Second down at six. But since he's in the field of play, the clock will run. Lures will hurry and line up as it goes under 50 seconds left here in the second quarter. Knights are down 14-3. to three. Clark, shotgun snap, drops, throws, far left sideline, Lake dropped it, turned to the sideline to make sure he got out of bounds, and he took his eyes off the football, Antoine Lake, a drop that would have been a first down, now it's third down, and six to go, the ball returned to the 25-yard line. Yeah, big drop there, 38 seconds left, too, so the... They got to figure out a way to get a first down and a timeout. Lures has two timeouts remaining. Third down and six in what you would expect to be four down territory. Clark a drop, looking, looking, throws deep near sideline. Glenn, oh, what, a catch. what a catch! Spun around over his opposite shoulder and caught the ball down around his knees, going into the end zone. Touchdown, Brody Glenn. But 
Brewers. Wow. A holding penalty is going to be called. The flag out here at the 32-yard line. What an unbelievable <laughs> adjustment to the football by Brody Glenn. He was running a corner route. And as the ball got there, it was on his inside. He spun to his inside shoulder and somehow just put his hands at his knees and the ball landed right in his hands. But this is a huge penalty. Yeah. They mark it all the way back now to the 41-yard line where it's third down and we'll call it 22 to go. Now there's 38 seconds remaining in the half. Clark drops. They'll throw the quick out route to Glenn. He'll try to get what he can down the sideline. They finally chase him out at the 24. And now it'll be fourth down and five. Not a bad job there by Brody Glenn. Turned that into a pretty good gain and set up a very manageable fourth down with 27.6 seconds left. He also got out of bounds to stop the clock. But it's fourth and five at the 24. Lures trailing. 14 to 3. From the right hash. Brody Glenn lines up wide to the right. Antoine Lake to the left. Here's Clark. Here comes pressure. Clark over the middle. And it is caught by Antoine Lake at the 11 yard line. First down, Lures. Lake went to his knees to go down and make the catch. And after he had a drop his last time he was targeted, that time Antoine Lake came through on a big fourth down conversion. And now Bishop Lures will use one of their two remaining timeouts, first and 10, and we'll call it the 12-yard line for the Bishop Lures Knights, who trail it 14 to 3. I got one timeout left and, and uh, plenty of room now to, to still work their offense. They really need to run some crossing routes, drag routes, shallow crossers. The way Eastside's playing their man, they're so deep that you're not going to get those deep throws uh, with a lot of accuracy because of how they're playing. But getting Brody Glenn out in space or Antoine Lake out in space and, and let them go do things, that's probably going to be their best bet. Big energetic crowd on hand tonight. The visitors seating section across the way. Not only packed, but standing room about three deep all the way from one end zone to the other. What a crowd from Butler down to watch this game here at Lewersfield. And, of course, you can hear the Bishop Lewers fans on our side. They're also about three deep with standing room only. Yeah, I think they shut down Butler. <laughs> First and 10 from the 12 with 21 seconds remaining in the half. Bishop Lures trying to cut into a 14-3 east side lead. Clark, screen, Hale, and it's too high at the five. They slip Sir Hale out of the backfield, ran him toward the near sideline, and the throw just a little high, and that's easy to do with a 5-7 target. Yeah, but they had what they wanted. Eastside blew a coverage because somebody has to be in, in uh, man coverage with Hale. And if he throws it on the money, I believe Hale walks in. Second down. From the Eastside 12. 16.9 seconds remain here in the half. Huge, huge possession for Bishop Lures. Now 14-3. Draw back at the pocket, Carson Clark looking, looking, drifts to the left, looking into the end zone. Now Clark takes off for the far sideline, and he'll turn it into about a six or seven-yard gain. He'll take it down close to the five-yard line. 
8.9 seconds here. They got a well, correction. I, I I got my yard line wow. yard lines off. It's actually at the trying to see where they've got 20. a nine yard line. Yeah, I can't see it either. It's so it's third down and five from the nine. Eight seconds left here. They got to throw it to the end zone. The angles and the 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 yard lines very hard here at Lewis because of the low lights. Here's a shotgun snap. Clark drops, throws the fade right side of the end zone. Broken up by Eastside. Good man-to-man -man coverage out on the edge. That was a good play by Carson Jacobs. He had Brody Glenn man-to-man, -man, and Jacobs got up and tipped it away. And now it is going to be a fourth down with 5.2 seconds, and they may try to kick the field goal. They're going to talk about it and try to decide. You know, if you get a field goal here, you're within a possession. Right. You're only down eight. So it's not the end of the world if you have to settle for a field goal here. What you don't want to do is waste this opportunity to get points going into the locker room. So if you've got a fourth down play you feel really good about, maybe you go for it. But it's a high-risk, high-reward right. kind of right. situation here for Bishop Lures and Kyle Lindsey. Yeah, the other thing that you that factors into, you're on the left hash. I don't feel like the kickers are getting a great plant foot because, the you know, the turf is being just enough soft enough that they, their plant foot yeah. slides a little bit. So that kind of factors into the equation as well. So Eastside breaks the huddle on the far side on this fourth down. Wherever your ambition leads, and now Lures has not broken the huddle on the near side. It's east side 14, Bishop Lures 3 with 5.2 seconds on the clock. And all indications at this point, Shannon, that Bishop Lures is going to go for this. Yeah, they are. And the, the, the official's going to start the clock if they're not careful here. He kind of gave them a little bit more than they should have. And remember... Eastside gets the second half kickoff, and it's going to be go time on fourth down and five from about the seven-yard line. Clark in the gun from the left hash. Drops back. He's looking. He's looking. He'll throw it deep. Back in the end zone. He overshot everybody and gave no one a chance to make the catch. Incomplete. Incomplete. And Eastside with a huge fourth down stop with half a second still remaining here in the first half. Eastside still leading it 14-3 over the Bishop Lures Knights. Well... Yeah, like you said, I I don't I didn't like the throw there just because you're throwing it your vertical stretch is so limited there at the seven yard line and I'm really surprised he didn't try to kick the field goal so they're gonna have to regroup. Looks like uh, victory formation for Eastside even though it's not victory it's still the <laughs> go to the knee. Everybody bunched up. Davis goes to the knee, and now Eastside. They're encouraging their fans to make some noise as they go in here at halftime, leading at 14-3 over the Bishop Lures Knights. Shannon, the defensive effort here in the first half by Eastside perhaps tops anything the SAC did against this Bishop Lures offense this year. Well, their their best defense has been their offense, Eastside, because they've just they've dominated the time of possession. They've they've chunked off big drives. 
and they've kept the you know Carson Clark on the sideline and you can see he's not quite on it with his throws and they're going to have to really regroup and get an idea of what they can do throwing the football but don't forget get Sir Hale involved in the game he's such a difference maker yeah, it's interesting that you've got a Carson at quarterback who's throwing the ball, and the old coach is saying, give it to your running back. It sounds very familiar to what we're seeing down in Indianapolis. The uh, Colts fans always wanting the Colts to be running the ball more, throwing it less, and I think that maybe has to be the formula. Bishop Lewis has to remain patient offensively and trust Sir Hale. Remember, last year, they didn't have him in this game. Right. He was injured, and he ended up missing the postseason and run by the Bishop Lewers Knights. So uh, he is out there, but a forgotten man here late in the half as Bishop Lewers goes for it on a fourth down and fails to basically end the first half of play. East side 14, Bishop Lewers 3 here at the half at Lewers Field. We'll come back still ahead here on the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. We're going to go to the studio to get a full rundown of scores in our area in sectional championship Friday. And then we'll also come back here in just moments. Shannon Griffith will give us a recap of our scoring here in the first half, dominated by the Eastside Blazers as they lead it 14-3 over Bishop Lures. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free no-pressure estimate and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Dealing with joint pains, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walking Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Located at a Sport One Parkview Fieldhouse, Ortho Express has specialized orthopedic physicians on staff when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walking clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walking Clinic. Ortho Express is open Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call 260-266-4007 for more. 
Well, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. That means that 82% of you listening right now will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, 82% of you will recall that ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And 82% of you will note that you can try ZipRecruiter for free today. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. 82% of you will keep in mind that ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified people for your job and actively invites them to apply. Scott, is that you? Who are you talking to? Eighty-two <sighs> percent of you will also know that I um live with my mom. But the most important thing to note is that ZipRecruiter works. First day, will you be part of the eighty-two percent who remember where you can try ZipRecruiter for free? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Again, that exclusive link is ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How much? Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I think with everybody's phones on here at halftime, it's kind of zapping our signal a little bit. So, Shannon, we'll let you get right into <laughs> our first half scoring. Well, it started off with Eastside getting the getting the ball at nine minutes on an eight-play drive. They settled for a three, a field goal by Pineda from 37 yards. It was three to nothing. Eastside. Bishop. Lu that was Lures actually sorry, that I'm got sorry. the initial drive. <laughs> I had the ball side. three minutes and had to settle for a field goal. I'm sorry. I, that is correct. Got one job. You got one job. <laughs> Haven't I heard that before? Yeah. One job. Well, you, you, you threw me a curveball right out of the gate there. <laughs> got me flustered. Uh, then, <laughs> then at the at 3:47 in the first quarter. Holman on a 14-yard TD run. The extra point was good. Eastside had a 7-3 lead. That was a nine-play, 76-yard drive. Then in the second quarter, the drive of the night so far, they go on, Eastside goes on a 17-play, 78-yard drive. Laban Davis scores from one yard out at 120 left in the second quarter. The extra point was good. Eastside had the 14-3 lead at halftime after Lures did have a chance there before the half where throwing the end zone on fourth down from the seven-yard line was incomplete. Looking at a couple stats here, Laban Davis, 16 carries for 114 yards, averaging 7.1 yards a carry. Dax Holman has 54. He's averaging almost five yards a carry. Total offense, 188 to 83. Here you go, time of possession. Yeah. 18 minutes and 21 seconds for Eastside to Bishop Lewis. Four minutes and 16 seconds. So there's the tail of the game right there because Eastside's offense has kept Carson Clark and their, their 
their talented offense on the sideline for the entire first half. We'll come back, and before our second half begins, we'll get some second half adjustments thoughts from Shannon Griffith. Right now, we're going to take a break and send it back to the studio. We want to get caught up with our high school football scoreboard tonight and see where things are heading here on sectional championship Friday. Again, our score here at Lures Field has Eastside leading it over Bishop Lures 14-3. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV. A bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Services, a Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. Thousands of Hoosiers have hepatitis C and don't even know it. You might be one of them. Visit checkcarecure.in.gov to learn more about this often silent, sometimes deadly disease. There is a cure, and treatment is simple. Find out how you can stop hep C at checkcarecure.in.gov. Get checked, get care, and get cured. Sponsored by Indiana FSSA, aired in cooperation with the Indiana Broadcasters Association and this station. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation. 
without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. Their family serving your family now for 40 years. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into our studios here on the south side of Fort Wayne as it's sectional championship Friday in and around the state of Indiana and many other places around the nation as well. And we have all the latest scores and updates for you as I'm Matthew Klingenberger, accompanied by... John Graham. Indeed. As we take a look at all the scores, John, what do you have? In sectional 6A3, we have Carroll leading Warsaw 22 to nothing. Yeah, the Bolts, uh, they got off to a really good start. They have not looked back. They did have a blocked extra point, or rather, uh, yeah, it was a blocked extra point earlier. Not likely to hurt them. Is that 22 nothing? Their defense playing phenomenally. In sectional 5A11, another uh, game, you know that everyone's watching. Bishop Dwayne right now is leading Snyder 21 to 12. Rather, Dwanger had a late first half touchdown. Kamani Juarez for Snyder does have two touchdown receptions, but a big point in this game. Snyder has botched the po- uh, the extra point on two occasions, keeping it a nine point game right now. That's big in the play. In sectional 4A19, we have Northridge leading Leo 10-6. Low scoring and a Leo team that has not been defeated yet in 2021. That could be changing and at a pretty bad time as it is Northridge up by four. In sectional 4A20, right now Wayne is slowly uh, losing to Mishawana. 21 to 6. Yeah, a bit of a tongue twister, that name right there. Uh, but anyway, uh, Wayne, they've had a good run. They're looking for their second consecutive road victory. Right now, trailing Mississinawa by 15. Generals could still get back in it, but they're going to need an inspired second half performance. In sectional 3A27, we have Norwell leading 21 to nothing against Peru. Yeah, all Norwell right now playing very well, looking like they could advance to take on either Brebuff Yezuit or Western Boone next week at regionals. And our game of the week here on 13 of the Fan is sectional 2A35, where we are following Eastside, visiting Bishop Lures, where Eastside has the handover Bishop Lures 14-3. And this one's been a bit surprising. Eastside coming out very, very aggressively with two onside kicks attempts in the first half. They recover the one. They've ran the ball very well in a big-time defensive stop right before halftime. They're looking to advance. Uh, winner of this game will take on either Tipton or Eastbrook. I wonder how sectional 1A, 43, and 44 are going to, uh, you know, turn out as. First and sectional 43, we have South Adams right now leading Union City 21-0. to zero. Yeah, well, it could very well be a rematch potentially in regionals between South Adams and Adams Central. Union City and Triton, of course, are not wanting that. But I think just people in our area may very well appreciate if that did happen. As of right now, it is South Adams. The Starfire is up 7 nothing in a low-scoring game as they look to hold on there at Union City. And in sectional 1A44, we have Adam Central leading Tipton or Triton, 28-3. to John, I'm going to go 
Back to my favorite cliche I've had all season. The Flying Jets, they are flying right now at home against Triton. 28-3, all Adam Central. We could well see a rematch from a heavily anticipated regular season contest between South Adams and Adams Central. Is there a score that we missed? Make sure that you send scores to our Twitter at 1380thefan. Again, that's at 1380thefan. And uh, kind of a comments uh, score update or lack of. Uh, right now, we're in the first period. Uh, tonight is the Teddy Peritos. Uh, Teddy Peritos can't, can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffed uh, animals will be flying on yes, Coliseum Boulevard yes, for a good yeah, cause. Yes, yes. And let's hope that uh, no child gets left behind. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's hope the Comets win as well. That's uh, early right now in the game. We don't have any updates on that at the moment, but hopefully uh, um, they win. Yes, correct. Yes, yeah, Cincinnati um, Cyclones are visiting, uh, and um, I had a fact here. Oh, right. I, I lost that fact. Um, if ah. we do have some time, you think we have some time for some preseason um you know, kind of like how the pre- yes. preseason is going. So, uh, uh, so SAC Barstool uh, actually released a um, a poll, you know, on on how the high school teams are are doing. Preseason SAC girls right now. Homestead Spartans is the number one pick. Carroll Chargers is the number two pick. Center Panthers are the number three pick. Northrop Bruins are the number four pick. And Southside Chargers are the number five pick. And uh, the SAC boys preseason, again, this is just, you know, totally just uh, how... On paper. No, on paper. Number one, Homestead Spartans. Very impressive <laughs> that Humpton Spars are leading that I one. They have a clean sweep. I mean, not surprising, but. Yeah. Uh, and Northrop Bruins are number two. Northside Legends are number three. Carroll Chargers are number four. And Sarah Panthers are number five. Yeah, could be interesting. Basketball season's not far away. And for a couple of teams, basketball season's going to start tomorrow morning uh, as the old football season will end. But. Who will whose season will end between Eastside and Bishop Lewers? We shall find out very, very soon. Brett Rupp and Shannon will tell you that in just a couple minutes, or they'll at least get you uh, the rest of the second half here. Nevertheless, this has been the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. He's John Graham. I'm Matthew Klingenberger. We go back out to Lewers for the second half after this. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Alliance Exteriors.
leading it over the Bishop Lewers session time and Bishop Lewers not being able to take away the running game for Eastside in that first half. What type of adjustments does Lewers have to make defensively to try to shorten up some of the Eastside possessions? Well, they're going to have to figure out ways to get, keep giving Laban Davis and uh, Five yards, seven yards on first down because efficiency-wise, Eastside is, is rolling. They're 71% on third down efficiency. So that tells you a lot of short yardage and, uh, and Lures is not effectively winning the line of scrimmage, quite honestly. Think about Eastside is even when they get into third and six, third and seven, that's still a running down for them the way Layman Davis could take what looks like a three-yard gain and drag a tackler four yards to the sticks. Yeah, they've got their, their one one-two punch in the backfield with uh, how they run things with uh, Dax Holman, and they do a good job up front, and that's what they've done most of the night is that they have dominated the line of scrimmage. Let me ask this question because we've seen Eastside try it a couple of times tonight. Bishop Lewis is going to be kicking the ball off to Eastside. Would this be a situation where Kyle Lindsay might say, let's start the second half with some momentum, let's come out, try to surprise them, and maybe drop in an onside kick on the very first uh, play of our second half. Because they did not get points there, it may not be a bad idea because, you know, had they gotten the points there, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, it would be a different story because, you you know, the, where you're at in the game. But right now, you know, you're down 11 points and... Eastside is dominating the time of possession. Last thing you could have is to start the second half kicking it to Eastside and have Eastside keep the ball eight or nine minutes. Exactly. And then make it a three-score game. Exactly. And that's got to be a, that's got to be a big concern. And you know they may have to start doing some run pressures where they're trying to bring more than Eastside can block. Bishop Lewers will kick left to right from the north to the south to start our second half. Roel Pineda is set to put the ball in play. He'll be kicking it from his own 40. And here he goes. The kick is a high pop-up, and it is caught at the 32, immediately collared and taken down. Not much there for the return man for Eastside. It looked like uh, that was that uh, that Fletcher. Yeah, that was Adam Fletcher. Yeah, 40. He did a good job because it was a was a kind of what we call what we call a, a bloop kick where they just trying to sky it up in the sky and and he did a good job of possessing it and. and well, and if that ball gets one hop, which is kind of what you're hoping, is that maybe it takes a hop right? because it's in a shallow space in front of your deep men, it could be awfully tough to get to. Here's Eastside with the football from their own 33-yard line. Handoff up the middle. It is Holman taking it across the 35 out to the 38. Quick five-yard burst right up the middle of the field for Dax Holman, and it's second down and five for Eastside. The second half starting right where the first half left off. No question, and and a good powerful run there by Holman, and again up front, just getting great push against the Lures front four. From the 38, 
Second down, five to go, east side, right to left, all white uniforms, green helmets, green numbers. Laban Davis takes the snap, patiently looks for a hole to develop on the right side. It's not there, and Davis is going to go down for a loss back at the 35-yard line. He hung in the backfield and showed patience, thinking a hole would open up. Instead, the pressure got to him and took down Davis for a loss of three. It's yeah. third down and eight. Isaac Zay from his free safety position came down, and when you're playing that man-man free, you know, you can tell your free safety, if you, if you confirm run, go. Go get the ball. First couple of minutes of our second half, Eastside facing third down and eight from their own 35-yard line. Davis sends two receivers to the left. Tight end on a wing formation to the left, and they'll run it. Davis can't spin away from the entire Lures defense. Eventually, he does get out to about the 38-yard line, got about three or four yards back, but he's well short of the first down stick. Fourth down and five, and east side, you assume will punt, but there's no way to tell because Laban Davis, the quarterback, is also the punter. Yeah, and it forces Lures to play what we call a punt set and not have anybody back. They line up as if they're going to go for it. But remember, Davis could always take a couple steps back and punt it. That looks like what he's doing. No, he's going to roll to the right. And they'll look to throw on fourth down over the middle. Completed out at the 45-yard line for a first down. Wow. Well, Eastside putting all their chips in the middle. Carson Jacobs. On a bullet throw, went down low and cut it at the 46. What a play. What a gamble for the East Side Blazers. You know, that's just trusting the kid that has the ball in his hands, and I can't blame him on it one bit. From their own 46, it is first and 10 East Side, leading at 14 to 3. Early third quarter. Shotgun snap. Davis, a keeper, up the middle. Oh, he's wrapped up by the nose man and thrown down hard. That's Ethan Linker with an aggressive wrap and tackle. Dropping Davis for after a gain of two, second down and eight. Yeah, after the dagger put in their heart, trying to think, thinking that they were going to get a three and out. Big play there to get, just give up only two yards after the big pickup on fourth down. Under nine minutes left, third quarter. East side, first possession of the second half with a 14-3 lead facing second down and eight from their own 48-yard line. And Davis will drop and throw over the middle. Got a man caught. It's Gavin Wallace, the tight end inside the 30. He's finally tackled down at the 26-yard line. They just came back with that four vertical game, or five vertical, because they put the Holman out on the outside. Wallace with a big, big catch from Laban Davis. Like to see him just go straight. He, I don't know why he ran to his right, because he ran right into the tackle. 27 yards to the 25-yard line, first and 10 Blazers. And again, Laban Davis doing it all through the air, on the ground, and now first and 10. 
From the 25, Davis, read option, gives it to Holman. Up the middle, Holman inside the 25, gains about three to the 22-yard line. It's going to be basically a fullback dive, and it's a replay for Davis. Yep, exactly. It's kind of like the old Veer where they, they you know, kind of block, all pinched down, and they read the end man on line of scrimmage, which the, the old outside Veer was done many years ago. But this is a drive right now where Lures, they have to hold it. They cannot give them a touchdown. Second down and seven. They've advanced it to the 22-yard line. Seven and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. 14 to three already. East side the lead. Here's Davis, a keeper, behind the left side of the line. Another good hole inside the 20. Davis into the red zone at the 17-yard line after a five-yard pickup. And it's going to bring up third down and two. Boy, that left side of the line, Joey Eck. The left guard, Matt Jacobs, doing a great job as the center for east side. 215-pound senior, and then Gunner Shaja, who is a 6'1", 220-pound junior at left tackle. Boy, they have opened up some holes for Levin Davis. Third down to Davis. Give to Holman. Up the middle, big hole. Holman inside the five. He is down to about the two-yard line. Dax Holman just broke it for about 15 yards. It is first down and goalie side at the Lures two. I can just say right now, there, there's, there's a semblance of shock here at Lures with what's going on outside there on the football field because right now Eastside's just controlling everything. You know, Snyder comes in here and you're concerned about stopping the Panthers' yeah. running game because you know how big they are up front. I don't think that Lures felt that Eastside could run the football this well against them and they have just moved it up and down the field. And now you've got Laban Davis from the two looking for a hole, and he won't find one. He is wrapped up at the ankles, and that might have been Evan Linker, the linebacker, who got in there and took him down for no gain. Still, it is second and goal from about the two-yard line for Eastside, looking to extend a 14-3 lead over the Bishop Lewers Knights. Knights had three possessions in the first half, scored a field goal on one, had a turnover on an interception on another, and then lost it on downs when they went for it on fourth down just before the end of the half and threw it out of the end zone incomplete. Now east side from the two, second and goal. Davis gives this time to Holman. Met at the line of scrimmage. Holman is pushed backward. No gain. They might give him the one. Third down and goal. But a good job of stuffing up the line of scrimmage by Bishop Lures. That's it. You know, just play that next play. When you're down here, you got to bow your neck a little bit and, and, and try to get penetration and play the next play. This defense needs a stop. Three-score lead in this one would be huge, and that's what Eastside is looking for. Now down to 4.45 to play in the third. Bishop Lewers hasn't seen the football yet in the second half. Eastside, third and goal from the one. High snap. Davis keeps it. Cuts it up into the end zone. Touchdown, Eastside. Touchdown, Eastside. Laban Davis. 
On the first drive of the second half, the Blazers have extended the lead to 20-3. Another incredible drive for them there. 12 plays, 67 yards. And they had the football for 7 minutes and 25 seconds. Binyam Biddle will try to make it a 21-3 game. Here's the extra point. It's up and good. Biddle now 41-45 on the year on extra point tries. And the East Side Blazers, number four in the class, 2A pole, leading it over number two-ranked Bishop Lures, 21-3. With 4.36 remaining in the third quarter, it's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 436 remaining in quarter number three and east side a 21-3 lead over the Bishop Lures Knights. What a night it has been for the team in white. Laban Davis, huge for east side once again and this will be a squib kick a hard squib taken on one bounce at the lures 40 and a good return 50 45 avoids a tackle into east side territory and just driving the pile inside the 40 to about the 38 yard line that's just an aggressive play for bishop lures and i believe that was Quentin Roach, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I 23 couldn't, or I couldn't get his number quite, you know, right there on the sideline. But you're right; he did a great job, a heads-up job, of picking it up and running it. Aiden Dennis was the one with the return, Shannon. Yeah. And he's that kind of a player. He is just a hard-nosed football player who had a big return, sets up Lures with a short field at the east side, 39. And Clark is going to drop to throw. They're going to go home run ball. Looking for Lake on the right side. Almost intercepted. Slightly underthrown to the inside of the field. And one-on-one -on -one coverage, stride for stride with Antoine Lake all the way down the sideline. And that's one of the keys, I think, for Eastside, the way they're able to, to cover on those outsides. And it's going to be up-tempo for Lures now. They're going to go to the same exact play. They'll try Nick Thompson this time, and Thompson dropped it. Back-to-back, -back, they sent wide receivers flying down the sideline. And let's see if they do it three times in a row, because now Thompson's out and lining up quickly. I believe it's Brody Glenn on the wide out to the right. They've thrown deep balls down the sideline twice. Clark will drop, and this time it's a comeback route. Glenn makes the catch. He steps out of bounds after gaining 
10 yards to the 29, and let's see if they're going to give him the first down. The officials are going to signal first down now, and they'll move the chains. You know, on those two long throws, they really were kind of underthrown. I mean, they weren't great balls. Well, you've talked all year about getting a ball with air under it and letting your receiver go down and make a play. There was no chance for the receiver on either one of those. Yeah. First and 10. Here is Clark up the middle. He will give it to Sir Hale, who scampers inside the 25, getting close to the 21 after picking up eight yards. And a lot of rotations now. Yeah, they're going. They're trying to. They got to go quick. Five wide, empty the backfield. You've got McInturf and Glenn lined up to the right. You've got Thompson, Jaden Hill, and Antoine Lake lined up wide to the left. Empty backfield. Clark calling out the play. 3:28. Clock running. End of the third quarter. 21 to 3. Eastside leads. Lures with the quick drop. Little sit route. Thompson makes the catch at about the 16 and pulls a tackler to the 13. That was a great job there because he looked at the coverage. They called it to the field. Eight-yard gain yeah. for first down. Eastside is doubling Glenn over here on the five wides. Seemed a little confusing because I think Thompson and another receiver on that far side ended up sitting on about the same spot. Thompson the catch and the first down for Lures in the red zone. Knights looking to score quickly. Cut into a 21-3 Eastside lead. Here comes pressure. Clark to throw. Had the ball knocked from his hands as he was hit. Getting ready to throw the football. Clark is down. The ball is free. And it's jumped on by Lures way back at the 28-yard line. Eastside actually had it and lost it. And now we'll have to see Carson Clark. He got smoked and didn't see it coming. And they're going to make him go out for a play. And this wild thing about that, he was so focused down the field that that wasn't his blind side. A left-handed quarterback had pressure coming around the left end of his line from that right defensive end position. And I think it was just, And he just drilled Carson Clark, and he's come to the sideline, which means now we've got a backup quarterback in for Bishop Lures. That's going to be Charlie Stansky, a junior, who's in for Carson Clark on a second down and very, very long. And a drop back, Stansky looking to throw, does over the middle, overthrows everybody, it's intercepted east side. At the 10, the interception, the return across the 25 to the 26-yard line. And uh, Muncie, I believe, got it. Muncie ends up making the interception. Yeah, that was uh, Briar Muncie, the deep safety. You've got two of them back there, Tanner Wicker and Briar Muncie. And that was just a throw over everybody's head. So Stansky, Stansky comes in after Clark had to sit out. And on one play, an interception, the second of the night for Bishop Lewers. And Eastside takes over, already leading at 21-3 with 2.16 left in the third quarter. To me, with a cold quarterback on a cold night, I'm giving it to Sir Hill and trying to get as much as I can. From the 26, first down, here goes Laban Davis, weaving through the middle of the field. Big game, Davis, across the 40, 45.
25-yard line. That's 19 yards right up the middle of the field for Laban Davis. And I think it's appropriate with Eastside playing that the train is still rolling. <laughs> well, they, they smell blood, and I can tell you right now, they've picked it up a notch after that interception, and they, they, they are uh, sharks in the water. Levin Davis with a huge night running the football. First and 10 from his own 45-yard line. Last minute 40 of our third quarter. Eastside already up 21-3 with the ball. Handoff, Dax Holman. About a two-yard gain, and he has stood up and pushed backwards. He'll take it out to the 47, where it's second down and eight. Clock continues to run. Minute 20 left here in the third. Eastside, 21, Lures 3. I can say is wow. <laughs> right. and, uh, Big night, though, so far. Laban Davis just dominating yeah, this football 20, game. Yeah, 22 rushing attempts, 123 yards at this point, two touchdowns. That's that's incredible. Second down and eight. Balls at their own 47 for east side. Davis with a wing to the left. Again, the read option, Davis the keeper. There's not much of a hole, but Davis still will turn it into something positive getting out to the 50. He'll give him three yards. And that, you know, there was absolutely nothing there for Laban Davis, and it's a three-yard game. Yeah, it's kind of like watching, you know, the Leos, and, you you, you know, they, they get up there in the rugby scrum, and next thing you know, you think it's a one-yard game, and it ends up being a five-yard game. 25 seconds, clock ticking down. They will have to snap it because it's about a three-second second differential between the play clock and game clock. We're at the end of the third quarter, 21-3. to Eastside the lead with third down and five from the 50. And Davis keeps it around the right tackle. He stood up. He's met at the line of scrimmage, and he goes nowhere. It'll be fourth down and five at midfield, and we've come to the end of the third quarter. The Eastside Blazers leading it 21-3 over the Bishop Lures Knights. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. When was the last time your home's furnace and air conditioning systems were inspected or tuned up? If it's been over a year or you simply don't remember, you need to get on the phone to Jen at Premier Mechanical, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer at 450-3343. Premier Mechanical owner Scott's reputation for personal attention and exceptional service means they will take care of you and your heating and cooling needs as if your home was their home with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Call Premier Mechanical, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer, 450-3343. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Fourth down for Eastside to start the fourth quarter. Davis in the gun and he's going to punt it. Laban Davis will punt it and he shanked it way off to the right. This is going to be a very short kick. I think they're only going to give him about 10 yards on it. 
Let's see. They say it went out at the 36-yard line. So I guess he got, what, about 14 out of that kick? Yeah, and I was, I'm kind of I mean, I'm surprised they, you know, didn't go for it. Uh, well, now it's at the 35. Yeah, 35. So they move it back one more yard. 35-yard line. First and 10 lures. They trail it 21 to 3 to east side Clark's as we're underway in our fourth quarter. Trying to see if that's Clark that's come back into the game. I think it is. And they'll go with a reverse. And McIntyre dropped it. Now it's on the turf. He finally picks it back up. And he finally has the pursuit catch up with him before he could get back to the line of scrimmage. That play just not executed by Bishop Lures on the reverse. It's a loss of a yard back to the 34, second down and 11. If you can think of what could go wrong, it has for Lures tonight. Not used to seeing a 21-3 deficit. This team won their first eight games of the year. Here's a wide receiver double pass. They'll throw it deep, and it was almost picked off by Eastside. And another failed play as they try to go to trickery on the double pass. You got a flag on the other side of the field. Yeah, I don't know if it was a forward. Yeah, I think it might be an illegal pass. I think they're going to check and see, was that pass forward before it was thrown deep downfield? I'm not sure it was a lateral. Well, you, you know, you run that from the gun, and you have the receiver near the line of scrimmage. They've got to swap places. Yeah, it's an illegal forward pass. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a penalty on Bishop Lewis. Yeah. And, you know, you try to illusion that when you throw it as the quarterback, we teach them to fade backwards because that way, you know, sometimes it looks, you know, they, they, they can't see the where the quarterback was versus where the receiver was. So uh, the ball marched off with a loss of down, yeah. too, so that really hurts. Third down, about 18, I think, 19 to go. They put this back at the 36-yard line. They need to get to the 45. Here we go. Little rollout. They give it to Sir Hale on the screen, and he's immediately hit and brought down. No room that time for Sir Hale on the screen. He goes down for a loss back at the 20. I think that was Kyler Beebe that made that play. Yeah, Kyler Beebe, the Beebe. linebacker. 6'1", 190, a senior. Boy, Eastside just dominating lures in all phases so far in this game. They lead it on the scoreboard 21-3 with 10.40 left. Yeah, and... Uh, now it's a punt formation. Lures really with no choice. They're facing a fourth down and 25 to go. And they'll fake it. But everybody there. Then Glenn tries to kick it late. It rolls along the sideline across the 40, the 45, and goes dead at the 47. And I can't believe Brody Glenn didn't cross the line of scrimmage before he punted the football. <laughs> yeah. He ran all the way to the near sideline. Looked like he turned the edge and was heading up field, but the pursuit was clearly going to get him short of anywhere near where he needed to get a first down. And so at the last minute, he just kind of kicked the football and it wasn't pretty, but it was effective, I guess. It gets out well, to about the 47 where Eastside takes over first and 10. It's uh, fourth and 22. 
and you're trying to run it for a first down. I just don't understand that one. And well, it, they're, they're trying all the plays, throwing have. the book at them. We've yeah. seen <laughs> yep, you're all right. the trickery they've got available here, just trying to get an answer. Yeah. I mean, get some momentum. Yep. First down and 10 for east side they've been able to run basically two plays tonight both of them have been effective and one of them is laban davis up the middle and davis just runs it for seven quick yards to the bishop lures 40 and that that's basically the night right there just running between the tackles davis just taking it six seven yards yeah. at a time and lures with no answer yeah bobbing and weaving with formations they've done every type of formation that you could think of and it's all just for you know disguise because it's either holman getting it or laban davis take keeping it and again what a job up front by the seaside offensive line they've been terrific second down and three here goes Davis following the right side of the line. He's going to push the pile inside the 35 and finally down at the 34-yard line. He picks up six yards. That'll be a first down for Eastside. I'll take him. I'll take him right now because the kid is a winner. I mean, the competitive nature of this kid is unbelievable. Fierce competitor. You know, he reminds me a lot of is uh, the Morrison kid who was a bit undersized at Concordia a few years back. He was that kind of sure, competitor right. that played much bigger than his size. Correct. And when you needed plays in the passing game, he would deliver. But if you needed a yard or two on the ground, he was tough enough and the competitor enough to find a way to get it done. And Davis kind of just finds ways to make plays. Not that time, though. Davis gobbled up in the backfield. That's R.J. Hogue who got back into the backfield and took Davis down for a loss of four. He tried to sidestep Hogue, and boy, Hogue not fooled at all. He just kept coming and took Davis down for a loss. Well, yeah, it's kind of a run-pass option because they could have thrown like a bubble screen out to Holman and probably should have there, but you can see what they're doing now. They're taking every time that off the clock as a human they possibly can. 8.20 and the clock continues to run. We're in the fourth quarter. It's a 21-3 Eastside lead. Blazers the ball. Second down and 14 from the Bishop Lures, 38. Here's Davis dancing his way up the middle between the hash marks, getting down to the 31. So he got about eight yards. It's going to bring up third down, and uh, we'll call that seven for the Eastside Blazers. But again, the clock in this game. And third down third down conversion. They're 63.6% on the night. Seven of 11 on third down. That's incredible. Eastside has really limited Lure's time of possession because they've had these long, sustained drives on the ground. Here we go. The handoff up the middle. Holman, he'll take it for a first down inside the 25 all the way to the 20. I mean, plays that when you look at them on the playbook, you'd think that's a two- or three-yard gain, and Eastside is just plowing holes and getting big runs, and Holman to the 20-yard line. They'll put, say, went down at the 21, but now we've got a timeout, and coming off the, uh, the field for the Bishop Lewis Knights defense is Amari Bates, I believe, the yes. defensive end. He will come over gingerly to the sideline. 
you know, it's like on the running game, Davis says, I need a, I need a breather here, so he just gives it to, to Holman because he's, you know, <laughs> needs to take a yeah, breath. He's tired of carrying it, yeah. so he lets Holman have his shot, and Holman shows a lot yeah. of strength when he runs through the hole there. And yeah. The he's combination has been pretty lethal. And, and then the thing is, think about that fourth down earlier in this half when right. they threw the ball, and Davis delivers in the passing game a perfect strike to turn turn a uh, fourth and five into a first down near midfield. Yeah, that was a dagger for Lures. Here's Davis on the run. He was grabbed in the backfield by Devon Doughty, or Doughty, rather, and uh, he gets gets the tackle. It's about a two-yard gain to maybe the 29-yard line, or the 19-yard line. Second down and eight for Eastside, but the clock really the issue now. We're under six and a half to play. Eastside 21, Lures 3, Eastside the football taking their time. Eastside Davis has got 163 yards and Dax Holman has 90 yards in rushing. Total yards dominated by Eastside. Wallace, a wing to the right of the formation. Here's play action. Drop. Davis. Now he's going to scramble around in the backfield. Lamar Jackson style. Keeps scrambling to the left and finally throws the ball late. And we're going to get a flag oh, for wow. roughing the passer. Oh. And I'm not sure why. It looked like the referee dropped the flag where Davis got hit as he released it. Or is it grounding? You know what? I think it's going to be grounding. Maybe so. Yeah. Because, I don't think it was because the they, No, they asked the side judge. He came into the play to talk to the referee before the referee threw the flag. Yeah. An intentional grounding called against Levin Davis. Yeah. So that'll be a march off against Eastside with uh, just under six minutes left. 21 to 3. Eastside leads over Bishop Lures, and now the march off on the intentional grounding brings it back to the 34-yard line, where it's a third down, and uh, quick math, Shannon. Oh, you cheated. 22. You looked at the scoreboard. I told you. I'm not a math guy. They need the 12 for the first down. A lot. From the left half, shotgun for Laban Davis. Davis fakes the handoff, keeps it, and a good tackle pulling Davis down before he gets to the 30, maybe the 31-yard line. So a short three-yard pickup for Davis. Now it is fourth down and 19. And I would assume that Eastside's going to try to pin Bishop Lures deep here with five and a half minutes and the clock running. A 21-3 Blazers lead over the Knights. Yeah, you would think that. And But, you know, tonight with everything they've done, it's almost gone perfectly for them offensively. Levin Davis gets in the gun, but you never know if that means they're going for it or they're punting because Davis, the punter, and Davis will keep it on fourth down and long. Davis will run the football for a short gain, only about three or four yards, and that'll turn it over on downs. Well, maybe they didn't want to risk having a punt blocked and having it returned. So they just ran a safe play for Levin Davis. He gains three or four yards to the 20. 
eight-yard line, and Lures takes over. You know, with the way their defense is played, I mean, it's like like you said, it, they take time off the clock, and, you know, who knows what would happen there because, like I said, everything they've done tonight has been really perfect. Eastside will be at home next week if they hold on against either Eastbrook or Tipton. Here's play action. Clark, they set up the screen on the throwback, and here goes Sir Hale. Hale open field, 40, 45, midfield, and Hale finally taken down as he gets to the east side, 49-yard line. Big gain on that throwback screen to Sir Hale. And I must say that's a play that we talked about at halftime. And what I, I should clarify that. You talked about it at halftime, and there they got, they got down to him. I would have called it the third quarter. They waited to <laughs> the fourth, but it is now first down at the east side, 49 from the right hash. Trip receivers to the left, one receiver to the right, Clark the drop, and they'll set up the middle screen, and they couldn't get the ball to Antoine Lake. Threw it at his feet. Yeah. And uh, that will be second down and 10. You know, Clark's just not, he hasn't looked comfortable all night, really, uh, with these throws. And I don't know if that's just because he's really not been in the game enough to get any type of rhythm. Coming up after the game, we're going to be over at the Southgate Pizza Hut. Scores, highlights, coaches, interviews, and more on the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show. Second down and 10 from the east side, 49. Clark, pump fake, throw over the middle. Completed to Jaden Hill for a 10-yard gain to the 40. Should be a first down. Let's see if they move the chains. No, they're going to say it is third down and the length of a football short for Bishop Lures. Four and a half minutes. Clock keeps running down. Perhaps on the Bishop Lewis season, they trail it 21 to 3 to East Side. And a give up the middle. Sir Hale or is that's Aiden Dennis. That's Aiden Dennis. They'll give it to Dennis up the middle. He gets inside the 40 to the 38, which is enough to move the sticks and give him a first down as Sir Hale comes back into the game, replacing the senior Aiden Dennis. Dennis, one of those players, oh, missed it. some time injured during this season. But, yeah, he is uh, he is all football player. Yep. In fact, just look at him. Got the mud going tonight. It's not even that. It's a clear night. Somehow, Aiden Davis might have found the only mud. Cast on his right hand. Drop back, Clark looking. Throwing over the middle short, and Ooh. it's knocked away from Jaden Hill. Good defensive coverage for the east side Blazers. That was Dakota Reed, the linebacker. Boy, his he been good in yeah. the games that we have seen. That time in coverage against a good receiver crossing the middle of the field, and Reed couldn't have played it any better. Correct, and then like you said, he, he timed it well and forced an incompletion. Man-to-man -man up tight with a little help over the top. Drop back Clark. Delay draw. Good call. Here's Sir Hale bouncing it out to the right sideline. And I think he's got 10 yards and a first down for Sir Hale. And he'll stop the clock with 340 left. I tell you what, Eastside has done defensively. I would have not even thought they would try to go pure man-to-man -man with the skill that Lures has. They do have two safeties deep over the top. 
They throw a little screen out to the outside. Not much there for Brody Glenn. Maybe five yards getting close to the 25-yard line. It's going to be a second down. 3.24 on the clock. Yeah, they got Fourth quarter. 21-3 east side. The lead lures. Trying to get back into this one. Sense of urgency here. Second and six at the 25-yard line. Shotgun snap, drop back, Clark looking, throwing, and it is completed. Nice job of a way to get tackle. Sir Hale inside the 15, the 10, and diving close to the five-yard line, first down. There you go. Nice throw and catch. Little underneath. Okay. Let him run. Takes the ball down to at the five, it is first at goal. We've got 314 remaining, a 21-3 game. Clark in the gun. Gives Sir Hale up the middle. Nobody there. Sir Hale in for five yards out. Touchdown, Bishop Lures. 3.05 left. 21-9. And Lures is going to go for one. Pineda is going to try to tack on the extra point to make it 21 to 10. Still 3:05 left, but you have to think Lures special teams planning for perhaps an onside kick coming. There's the snap, the set, the kick is up. Pineda drills it, and it's 21 to 10. Eastside still the lead. Lures trying to rally the troops here late. Three minutes, five seconds of football still to be played here at Lures Field. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Thousands of Hoosiers have hepatitis C and don't even know it. You might be one of them. Visit checkcarecure.in.gov to learn more about this often silent, sometimes deadly disease. There is a cure, and treatment is simple. Find out how you can stop hep C at checkcarecure.in.gov. Get checked, get care, and get cured. Sponsored by Indiana FSSA, aired in cooperation with the Indiana Broadcasters Association in this station. Now back to high school football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Remains here at Lures Field. And Eastside still with a 21-10 lead after Lures just scored. But now Lures to kick off. And you've got to expect, Shannon, the way they've not been able to stop Eastside offensively, that Lures has to be oh, yeah. thinking onside kick. They need a couple of possessions here. So they'll set it up with Roel Pineda, the kicker, putting it on the 40-yard line. And the hands team has now come in for east side. Here we go. This possession could decide the football game. Pineda with the onside kick, and boy, he got a line drive. He didn't get it to skip on the ground. It actually almost lined yeah. straight out of bounds. He didn't get Missed it. Missed everybody. Yeah. He did, didn't get what, it, what he needed there, so they're going to get it on the 35 or 37 yard line. Well, I think he'll get it where it went out of bounds, right? right? Yeah. Is that Which is out near the 40-some 40, 40 yard line. Nope. 
they're going to. It is the 30. Yeah, Shannon, you've got it. You're the 37 or 38 yard I, line. I got the uh, my new glasses, so. <laughs> well, no, no. I, I stand corrected. It's the 42 yard yeah, line. Yeah, so my early victory turned to a bad defeat. There we go. First and 10. Bishop Bluers has no choice but to try to get a stop. They'll stuff the box, box with about eight. And Davis. He's going to run it to the right side. Everybody coming for Lures. They take Davis down for a yard loss. Devon Doty, one of the first in there for Bishop Lures defensively, along with Gio Jimenez, the safety. And, you know, that's, that's one of those things where it's everybody's coming. I mean, it, if Eastside wanted to fake the run and throw over the top, there might not be a Lures player right. in the picture because I think they've got nine or ten coming <laughs> on the snap. Well, you know, with three minutes left, with what uh, Eastside's done all night, uh, that for them is, is an easy run. They could run the clock out with what they're doing tonight. So you got to, like you said, you just got to put everybody up and you got to get the ball back. Lures takes one of their three timeouts. They've got two timeouts remaining. Eastside 21, Bishop Lewers 10. Exactly three minutes left in this game. And second down and 11 for Eastside from their own 41-yard line. After the game, join us at the Southgate Pizza Hut. Hope you stop by and maybe dine with us. Perhaps you pick up a pizza for the ride home. Either way, we've got the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show coming up after this game ends. Caleb Hatch with the scores and we'll also have coaches interviews highlights and analysis all the way up to 11 o'clock so do not go anywhere as 1380 the fan and 100.9 fm's high school football coverage continues after the game is over here's davis on the snap he's going to keep it following the left side of the line short push to about the 43 maybe the 44 will give him three yards on that play it's going to bring up a third down and long and Bishop Lewis is forced to call their second timeout. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. Here at Bishop Lewis, five remaining. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only a Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Eastside facing a third down and eight from their own 43-yard line. And Davis will keep it off left tackle, and he's hit as he gets to the 45. No further Davis for Laban Davis. Fourth down and seven coming up for Eastside, and the Blazers will have to kick, but now the clock is stopped for the final time by Bishop Lewers. Here's a score for you. 9.48 left in the fourth quarter. Wenger 28, Snyder 20. 
and Wenger has the ball on their 19. So what a game out there at Shields Field tonight. Snyder, after what they did last week in the fourth quarter against Northrop, they might have Wenger right where they want him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Hopper brought him back with the touchdown and the two-point play to get him within an eight. So... Snyder trying to rally their way back against Wenger. Here it has been Eastside from the start. Lures a late touchdown to try to make it interesting. And now on fourth down, Eastside looks to punt the ball away with 2.49 left. 21 to 10, Blazers. Laban Davis in the gun is the punter. He'll draw back about eight yards deep, get the snap, quick kick. End over end. It's going to bounce at the 20 and roll out of bounds on the far sideline inside the 15-yard line. Yeah, that was a great kick. Well, they're going to say just outside the 15, I think, near the 16 or 17-yard line. But that's a long way to go for the Bishop Lures Knights, who trail at 21 to 10 with 2:42 left. Yeah, that was a, actually a, actually a great kick by him that time. And drilled that one, a uh, guy that averages about 31 yards a kick, and I think that one was in the neighborhood of 36, 37 yards. So here comes Bishop Lewers. They're out of timeouts. They're down by 8, or by 11, with 2.42 left. Carson Clark. Hoping this isn't his final drive as a high school quarterback. A throw and an out route. It's caught on the move and quickly tackled out of bounds. Back and turf the catch. It's a gain of eight. Second down and two. Clock stops with 2.37 remaining. East side 21. Bishop Lewers 10. Knights going right to left. Carson Clark for the right hash. Two receivers each side. Clark the drop, the delay draw. Here goes Sir Hale bouncing it to the far sideline, and he'll scamper for first down yardage before being chased out of bounds near the 35-yard line. Yeah. Nice little call there, giving Hale the ball and the draw. And he did a great job of getting the sideline, getting out of the bounds. Clock stops with 2.31 left. Now you overload the wide side to the left side of the field. You've got McAturf and Jaden Hill in slots with the wide man, Antoine Lake. Brody Glenn by himself over on the right. Sir Hale in the backfield, shotgun snap. Clark will center it on the screen to Hale. He dropped it, and that's going to be an incomplete pass. And so it will be second down and 10. 2.28 still to play here at Lures. And once again, I think that's Kyler Bibby. He's got to hobble his way over to the far sideline. Yeah, he's the senior linebacker, has taken a few knocks tonight. Yeah, he just kind of fell down there on the sideline. I don't know if he's got a cramp or what. I hope he's okay. Second down and 10, Lures from the 35. A drop back throw to the far right sideline. Good strike to Brody Glenn out near midfield. That's a completion right on the sideline. Brody Glenn rankled and thrown out of bounds, but it's a first down for Lures, and the clock stops with 2.22 remaining. Yeah, nice throw there by Glenn and got him on the out of bounds. From the east side, 49, first and 10 lures with 2.22 to play. Knights trail, 21 to 10. 
Carson Clark in the gun for the right hash. Two receivers each side, single back. Clark, the drop, the throw, and it's just a little sit route completed at the 44-yard line in the field of play. McInturf makes the catch, a five-yard gain, but it's second down and five, and the clock's ticking down just a tad over two minutes, and you've got a blazer down on the field hurt, and that's going to stop the clock. 2.07 left here in the football game. Here's another one, shocker for you. Looks like it's going to OT. Leo 20, Northridge 20. Leo tried to remain unbeaten on the road at a... Well, Northridge has been the tournament surprise in that sectional. They've got a win over Northwood, and then last week a semifinal win over Columbia City. And that game at Northridge heading to overtime. Yeah, that's a tough place to go up and play, too. So, Middlebury, Indiana, the host for that one. Of course, we'll have all the scores and finals coming up on the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show live from the Southgate Pizza Hut. Caleb Hatch standing by. And for Eastside, injured player is up. And with assistance is getting to the far sideline. And, you know, that's the one thing. Eastside, they'd like to hold on here, but not add to their injury list. You saw Bibby, who had to go out. Now it looked like it might have been... Uh, been uh, Johnny Eck who went out the last time. I'm trying to see if that was Eck that they helped off the field. Quick completion. Now third down, a yard to go for Lures. They'll line up in a hurry with a minute 50 left. Clark, delay draw. Hale ducks under a tackler. Now Hale being chased, going wide, and he won't get to the line of scrimmage. He'll lose yardage. What pursuit by Eastside. They stretched Hale east and west. He cut to the far right sideline and never got north and south. It's now fourth down and two for Bishop Lures. Yeah, he lost critical yardage there. One and the clock runs. Yeah. Minute 20, minute 19. Here's the fourth down and two play. Clark will give it to Hale, bouncing it wide right. He's down the sideline. First down yardage and then some. Hale takes it inside the 25. And it's a first down for Bishop Lures. At about the 24-yard line. What a play. Yeah, by the Knights, they needed it, and Sir Hale delivered it with a minute six left. And I thought he got knocked out of bounds, but the clock keeps running. Oh, wow, I did too. First down and ten. Shotgun for Clark. From the 24, Clark, double pass. They go to Glenn. Glenn will throw to the end zone, looking for Lake. Complete a touchdown. They sent McInturf to the corner as a decoy, and then Antoine Lake, the post, and Brody Glenn, a perfect strike to Antoine Lake, his fellow wideout, and the Bishop Lewers Knights have drawn to within five points with 47.4 seconds left. 
Got to go for two here to get it to a three-point game again. Got to get it to 21 to 18 if you can. Carson Clark lines up in the gun, and we've got a timeout being called by Eastside. We'll take a break. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. A 24-yard touchdown pass on a double pass, basically. A, a swing to the wideout, Brody Glenn, who then threw the post route in the end zone to Antoine Lake. Lures now back in this. 21-16 with 47.4 seconds left. Here comes Lures' attempt for two. Carson Clark, the quarterback. You bunch the formation. They got three receivers bunched up just off the right tackle. And a drop back Clark looking to the right. He'll throw to the far corner of the end zone. And it is incomplete. I think it went over Glenn's head anyway. So the two-point try, no good. And that just means a little more of a challenge for Bishop Lures. They cannot tie it with a field goal. They need a touchdown, and they need the ball. So they've got to get an onside kick here. Tough thing for the Knights. They are out of timeouts. Yeah, they need a little help here for, to, to get an onside kick this time. Hopefully not the line drive they had the last time. 21 to 16. He's side the lead. Lures getting set to kick off with 47.4 seconds left. Well, it's gotten interesting. You know, they <laughs> they talk about the the elimination games are always the toughest when you're trying to eliminate a team. Well, that's what postseason football is about. Right. And Bishop Lures has decided they're not going to go down quietly. Down 21 to 3 at one point. They've got back-to-back -back touchdowns. They've now made it 21 to 16 here in the fourth quarter. And wouldn't it be interesting if they can get this onside kick? If Eastside recovers, the game's over. Lures has no timeouts. So it's all riding on this onside kick from Roel Pineda. Looks like he's going to line it up to kick it to his left. Here's the kick. High hop. Takes a second bounce. Ball is free. And a scrum. And who's going to be on top of it? Got it. No, Eastside no, no. has the football. The crowd and Bishop Lewers thought they had it right in front of their sideline, but they gave the ball to Eastside, and the Blazers, if this call stands, and I don't know what would overturn it at this point, well, the Blazers are going to win this game. Yeah. Carson Jacobs, the one getting congratulations. He must have been the one that got to it and recovered it for Eastside. Yeah, they had their chance. And look at it for a second there like they did have it, and maybe they just lost it under the, the pile there. 
As bad as the first onside kick attempt was, that was perfectly executed. The yeah. high hop and then that real quick skip hop off the leg of Eastside. And there's the snap. Eastside will down it with 41 seconds. They'll have to snap it one more time, but you can hear the crowd across the way already starting their celebration. It's going to be a party in Butler tonight as Eastside is going to be home for the regional next Friday night against either Tipton or Eastbrook. There's the snap. That will allow the clock to wind down. Laban Davis begins the celebration, and the Eastside Blazers win a Class 2A sectional over the number two team in Class 2A, number one in the coaches' poll. The final score, Eastside 21, Bishop Lures 16. Unbelievable game, Shannon. Eastside just executed the game plan almost perfectly, and Lures put up a great fight at the end. Yeah, it was just a little bit too late uh, for Lures there to, to, you know, to get a miraculous onside kick if they could. But, you know, Eastside from the opening uh, kickoff, there was something in the air tonight that really kind of was in their favor. And uh, Laban Davis is for real. Absolutely. Laban Davis, big numbers. Shannon's going to have some of the stats for you in this one and also a recap of our scoring. But uh, east side, no fluke. They earned this win. They outplayed Lures through most of the contest. They executed the game plan almost to perfection. And I don't know if there's enough adjectives to describe. Uh, you know, they there's a lot of talk, Shannon, and you get this, that a guy like Laban Davis puts up great numbers, but he does it in the NECC. Right. What if a player like that played SAC teams every week? Well, <laughs> I think... I think we'd be saying the same things about Laban Davis, whether he was in the NECC, the ACAC, right. the NE8. He just showed against a Bishop Lures team that he was the best player on the field. No question. He's a he's a fierce competitor. He's a tough runner. He's hard nosed. He's the you know he's the heartbeat of their offense. But also give credit to Dax Holman tonight as well because he was a great complement in their run game to keep it from just being. A one-man show. Final score here at Lures Field. Bishop Lures falls to east side, 21 to 16. Coming up next, Shannon Griffith gives us a recap of what happened here. Still coming up tonight, Caleb Hatch will join us at the Southgate Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show. Scores highlights, coaches' interviews of area games tonight, and we'll set you up for regionals coming up next week. We'll continue after the break. Again, Eastside 21-16 over Lures. The Blazers will host a regional next week up in Butler against either Tipton or Eastbrook next Friday night. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.